1: Of course, we'll be hearing more about the uh, further easing of COVID-19 restrictions over the next couple of days. Uh, The uh, Taoiseach expected to talk to all of us after a few cabinet meetings that are happening across, I think, tomorrow and Friday. And we'll see what that will mean for things like uh, hospitality and uh, even international travel being uh, mentioned. Uh, But independent Limerick councillor Emmett O'Brien is on the line. Hi, Emmett
0: morning. Good morning to your listeners on this beautiful morning.
1: Now I mentioned uh, this sunset clause as it's called and its extension. Um, Relatively quietly it has to be said uh, over the last few days, allowing the option of these emergency powers uh, to be continued uh, well into the autumn. What do you make of that?
0: Well potentially well beyond the autumn as well. There's talks about it going into next February. This is under the Health and Criminal Justice COVID-19 Amendment Bill which nobody really knows about except for the three senators um, who voted against it, this continues emergency powers. Now, just to explain that in plain and simple English, that is the continuation of powers to the minister to restrict your listeners' movement out of their house, ability to go to work, ability to travel beyond two kilometres, ability to travel to another county, ability to travel their grandkids or their grandparents. Now, that is excessive state power that is completely unnecessary. Circumstances where they say by the end of July we'll have over 80% of the population vaccinated.
1: Yeah. The argument being from the government, of course, as you well know, that uh, this is just to have it in the back pocket in case we get bumps along the road in the autumn and winter.
0: In case of what? I mean, we had a state of emergency in this country from the Second World War until 1999. That's when the emergency was actually lifted. So these types of extraordinary powers that are conferred upon one man or a government have to be used sparingly because of the constitutional protections we have for our personal liberty, our right of association, and our freedom of religion, amongst all the other provisions. So there's a question mark as to the constitutionality of this bill in the first place. And there's a moral question as to the appropriateness of this. In circumstances, Joe, where I have said this a thousand times in the red to you, we have had the longest lockdown in Europe. We are now outliers in Europe, pretty much every country, and I'm not just talking about England, Germany, Denmark, France, pubs open, restaurants open, indoor dining, you know, with relative restrictions and with a little bit of common sense. But we are at least two months behind our... The hospitality sector is still on its knees and likely to be decimated if restaurants aren't allowed to uh, confer meals in the, in, on the inside before July. We have, we're in the only countries in Europe that actually still has a hotel quarantine, which is completely off the wall, if you ask me, and that was bought in too late. And just look at the stats. 56% of all deaths happened in nursing homes or in hospitals. Where the state has supervisory powers over it, and ninety percent of all those who died, most tragically, were sixty five and over. So the government, they're the people who we should be pointing the finger at, not back on the ordinary people of Ireland and giving powers to the government right. to restrict but, our movement of but, but war. to,
1: and to to go back to your earlier point, though, and again, I'm simply putting the government's viewpoint here on this um, for your response, is that the, the vaccination rollout is slower than maybe they would like, but still moving, they feel, in the right direction. And it's only at the point that we get to a certain critical mass of vaccination that these powers and restrictions will no longer be needed.
0: That, that, hold on. That's too soon that they will actually be repealed. When you give the state power, it never gives it back. And we have rec- numerous recorded histories of that right throughout the length and breadth of not just our state, but across the world. So these types of emergency powers, emergency powers in the course of a pandemic or in the course of a war, have to be exercised at the most, most sparingly. Now, if that is the case, and if there is a slow outbreak, or sorry, a slow rollout of the vaccination, which, look, is understandable, to be fair, because it's a huge logistic exercise. Well, why have these extensions extended into November? Or as Michael McDowell says, this is actually an effect of long-term, ad infinitum, continuous extension of these powers. Stephen Donnelly's talking about having these powers at least until next February. Sure, so that is just... I just can't believe but it. But I, I suppose I it has something I also to can't believe, Joe, what I really can't believe is, other than Richard O'Donoghue, the utter silence for Morachtist members. Senator Galvin, who's mighty most in Limerick and a church most in the Senate, didn't even vote. The Sinn Féiners with all their talk. Apparently, self-proclaimed Marxists, standing up for the ordinary people of Limerick. They abstained on this issue. What are they at?
1: Well, interestingly enough, um, Senator Gavin, we mentioned to him that you were coming on the show this morning, Councillor Emmett O'Brien. We gave him a chance to debate with you. Uh, He declined that. He did give a written response and he said Uh. that... your charge of Mighty Mouse in Limerick Church, Mouse in the doll was famously made by the late Jim Kemmy against Willie O'Dea. If Emin is going to engage in personal insults, he could at least take the time to come up with something original. It's pretty clear he's no Jim Kemmy. The vote in the Shannon was not about lifting restrictions. The minister decides on this. The vote was about the legal powers behind any restrictions. Councillor O'Brien also uh, did not note that Sinn Féin are proposing an amendment to reduce the time frame from review of the legislation from November to July.
0: Yeah, but but how about just vote against it and not have any restrictions? It's not necessary. Actually, the, the social democrats are talking about, you know, this is the the party who wanted to bring in, you know, a zero COVID policy of having it for six weeks. But I mean, we we we, ha- we are now in real terms out of this, right? Out of this. Hang well, a second now. And, uh, 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 enough, yeah, but just wait a second
1: no. now. You've had a good run now, Emmett. You've had a good run. But I, I just need to put to you... That, you always
0: give me a good run, Joe. ...that,
1: that the health... Um, the public health department here locally um, have been banging our doors down for the last six or seven days, telling us about over 300 cases. Yesterday, Dr. Marie Casey on, um, telling us that there were some examples, small though they are right now, of the Indian variant in Limerick, and are worries about that in terms of the vaccine, and concerned that we could be facing an unexpected surge in Limerick. So, we're not out of the woods, are we?
0: Well, look, I mean, first of all, we, we can debate statistics and we can revolve... Ah, no, no, it, no, no, hang on, You know statistics when they suit you, Emmett. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. To be fair, Joe, is this a pandemic or a case You know, there has been widespread peer criticism of obsessing about the case numbers because 99, 98% of those cases don't lead to a fatality, and a lesser extent those lead to long-term COVID. i not, you know, uh, we've all been affected by COVID in some way, shape, or form. And we obviously have to be cautious. But it's a again, it's about the doctrine of proportionality. And, you know, as the country is starting to reopen, there is really no need for these excessive powers at all, to my mind. In circumstances where 65s, which were the real target group of COVID, 90% of deaths were in that group, quite sadly. They had been vaccinated. We're now down, I think, to the mid-40s and up. I'll be getting the vaccination probably in the next two or three weeks' time. Um, so we're at a stage where, wherever these cases are, which is, again, about like case mix, not the actual effect of it, the effect on ICU, the actual mortality rate, is probably amongst a younger population which will burn itself out in any event. Now, I'm not Except Kurt Cohen thoughts, says that there, there are there young
1: was, people getting critical care in uhl this week well,
0: listen there's, there's no question about that i mean of course this is you know this is this is a disease that we we have learned a lot about over the last year but this is about the response that we have to it relative to the response from other countries i'm not going to compare ourselves to britain because they're very much ahead of the world in terms of their vaccination rollout but equally to comparable countries like germany denmark which are about the same speed of a rollout as ours they're very much advanced they're very much advanced in terms of the opening of the sector construction, schools, uh, inward, inside dining, and all the rest of it. But this comes back then again, as usual, to the power that, that's been given to an unaccountable government. Because we had three parties, mm-hmm. Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, and the Greens, who are just going to rabble the same thing, and increasingly so, it seems, Sinn Féin, just have no interest in, in being an opposition party whatsoever. Right. I just so give you some some
1: of the response we're getting. Caroline says, uh, Emmett O'Brien is correct. It is all about the government retaining power and it shouldn't be allowed by the end of the June if the majority are vaccinated. There's no need for these exceptional powers. John says 100% correct, Emmett. Uh, it's about time your show talked to the likes of him instead of trotting out the same government rubbish you're at all the time, Joe. Uh, Jerry is raging listening. This country is a joke. Emmett is right. We're back to square one nearly, hearing all this nonsense about restrictions and vaccines. Uh, Can we walk and talk by the end of the summer, I wonder? All right, well, thank you very much for that. Independent Limerick Councillor Emmett O'Brien. Limerick Today
0: with Joe Nash on Live 95.